welcome to episode 207 of the Muck Podcast. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hanamura. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary! Hi! It's been a second. Yeah. Why don't you explain to everybody wha- how you disappointed them? I know. I disappointed you because I was sick again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I had a nasty ass cough, which I still have a little bit of. And I was like, yeah, I could be there. Everything's great. I'm fine. And I, I feel and great. And I was a little hesitant. I was like, my kids were here. I'm like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. I don't want the kids to and get sick. And then I was like, I don't know. Can we postpone? Yeah. And then I was <laughs> like, we can't. I can't. Yeah. I was such a mess. Yeah. By the way, that was four days later. We were so you postponed it for four days later. Yeah. And it was then your hot, your your migraine. Your migraine always oh comes God, in, and then that, that was migraine. it. So you got a migraine. You got a rerun episode up. What are you gonna do? What are you going to do? What the hell do you want from me? Yeah. Okay? Okay? <laughs> Here's what you can do. Take germs out of children. Yeah. So that we students don't get us sick. Yeah. Keep those kids at home. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I was at Tina's school this week, and she didn't even bother to come say hello. I, <laughs> I was like, Guess I'm so out. Uh, my other friend, too, who works there. I was like, I'm at your school. I'm in the cafeteria. She's like, I really got to get to my car. I was like, yeah. that bitch said the no. same thing Tina <laughs> said to me. Like, I got to go. Because, listen. listen. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Listen. Can't come say hello. <laughs> Both Listen. of you asked me, can you come to my classroom? I'm like, I can't leave. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm fucking lost. I'm like, please. Uh, if you would have showed up to my class, I would have died. I would have died. I would have fucking loved have it. Died. It would have been so much fun. <laughs> I know. It um, been so much fun. But <laughs> there's a strategy of exiting. Apparently, that campus, yeah. Okay. If you don't leave at the right time, you're trapped for like 30 damn minutes, and Oof. um. You know, I had those people coming to my house. It was just, girl, forget it. Don't worry about it. So I was there. It was my old high school, which was, I can't even tell you. Does it look the same? No. Well, the part where I was like, I stopped because I was like, holy shit, was the same. It's with the auditorium and that patio there. Yeah. Oh. And uh, like when I, when I, um, I was in exchange, do you say, do they have exchange yet's? exchange and exchange jets no it's like um a service club like a key club kind of thing yeah but when you apply like to get in you have to do all this goofy shit like for a whole week they put you through like hazing kind of and like one day i don't think that exists anymore okay well one day you had to go to like goodwill and wear (gasps) an outfit you're like your big sister in there gets you an outfit oh that's i wonder if i still have my exchange jets this sounds like a fun club yeah it was it was fun it was fun but it was you know what are you you gonna do anyway on that patio is where we every lunch hour you had to come there during that week and they'd humiliate you (gasps) by like throwing whipped cream in your face and shit and like you're walking around school like that anyway i came around that corner now it would be like you can't do that to kids etc yeah 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 etc etc but when i came around that corner and i saw that auditorium i like it's insane it's like a flashback. I really wanted to go into the gym because I bet that smells the same. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I had to answer a million questions about what is a flying L. Listen, y'all, Fort Lauderdale High School's mascot, it's the worst in the, I was going to say country, but I'm going to say world. Stop asking me. I don't, I know the story behind it, but also oh, like, yeah. who gives a shit? Like, what do you want from me? I've had to live with this my whole life. I didn't have a good mascot. I think it's a good mascot. Uh, you know. How do you answer the, you know, the cheer that the other teams say about like, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell's a flying L? Oh, no, I've never heard that. And and I would be at football games, I don't fucking know what to tell you. I have no retort. I mean, I know know the story. You know the story. I know the story, but also like, 
Look at that flying out. It doesn't matter. It was fun. I had to judge a debate. I, I went out, as soon as I walked in, I'm like, please, ma'am, I've never done a judging of speech and debate. And they needed help. So I told my daughter I would do it cause, so she could go and do her speech. And uh, I said, please give me speech. I don't want to do debate. I don't want to do what I said. I'm new. Please don't do it. What do you think they give me? Lincoln Douglas debate. I said, please. I went up to the front. I'm like, I can't. I showed the lady. I'm like, please, I can't. I don't know what I'm doing. She goes, but she said, the good news is once you're done, you've never, now you've already done it. Like you've already done it. Uh, please. Meanwhile, it wasn't that bad. I yeah. actually thought it was pretty good. The topic was good. The students were amazing. These kids are fucking smart. Oh, these kids are and smart. That's what I said to my daughter. I said, they're smarter than me. I can't judge their speech. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about half the time. But it was incredible. I really loved it. But you have, it. like, different categories that you check them off yes, on. Yes. Yeah. There's all sorts yeah, of, like, yeah. things you have to do. I don't know. I was very, very nervous about it. But uh, whatever. It worked out. But here's the... I didn't. Uh, maybe you saw it in my stories, but... The best part is this. When we were leaving, I noticed this kid across the cafeteria. He was wearing like a like a pink hoodie open, like a zip-up hoodie and pink sweatpants, like this cool white shirt underneath. But his hair was like sh buzzed, but it was like it was blonde, like golden blonde. And on his hair were like different designs in the back of it, like in, like in dark ink. And the back of his head had a heart on it, like in his hair. And I was like, D and he had headphones around his his neck and I was like wow you know like these were the cool kids when I was in school there was a few very unique kids yeah. and this is like one of those kids and I just thought he looked really really cool so when we were leaving with my daughter I was bringing her home this kid comes running across the patio that patio I just talked about so it was like 30 year flashback right so mm -hmm. it's like redemption for Hillary like who was a nerd in high school this kid comes, he goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, uh, yes. And he goes, I just really wanted to tell you how much I love your bangs. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. I was like, well, I really love your hair. And we like totally fangirled out Aww. and talked to the whole rest, like for 10 minutes on the way out of the school. I know where he's going to school next year. I know how he got funding for the school. Cause I was like, how do you get that, you know, funding for yeah. out of state schools? Cause my daughter wants to go out of state and he was just. I took a selfie with him, like just the sweetest kid. And I was like, you have no idea how much you've redeemed my coolness to my daughter. And she's like, I think you're cool. I'm like, no, you don't. No, Aww. you don't. But this kid thinks I'm cool. So forget it. I know. I was very happy at the end of the day. I was like, no, I'm glad I came Aww, to this school. That's super cute. Oh, God. But I, ha I don't know how you do this. How do you work with teenagers? They're so scary. Scary. What? They're babies. <sighs> no, 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 no. No, they're I, babies. I... Even them walking around the hallway, I was like, I, I just feel like, I don't feel like I'm in charge. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Oh, you can't let them know that. That's what I think. That's why I yeah. think, yeah. No. You got to walk in with your, right? Yeah. How are you on the first day? Are you like, this is how it is? You like, no. lay down the I'm like, what's up, guys? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We got work to do. So nobody pulls shit on you. I mean, they're kids. They're, you know. They're going to try. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple classes where they're like annoying and chatty and mm. whatever, but it's their teenagers. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I think I just am myself with them. I'm like, this is what we got to do. Like, Hey guys, like focus, we got to get this done and we get it done. Oh, good for you, Tina. <laughs> it's fun. I, I could, I could never do it. No. no. So what do you got? What's going on? 
Nothing. Oh, well, like politics-wise? I mean, it's been Ooh! two weeks. There's so, there's I so much. I stuff on my list that I was like, this isn't even good anymore. I know. So some of the things that stood out to me, and I know some of it, this is dated, um, but some of those bills coming out of Tallahassee are wackadoodle. Yeah. Um, you know, when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, there's the bill um, to allow 16-year-olds to work longer hours but there's also the bill to have them on roofs and scaffolds and, and all of oh that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, roofing. Yeah, <laughs> roofing. Roofing. They can't, um, you know, uh, make a decision about their body, but they could fall off a roof in an accident, right? Um, there's the, the other bill that was going to make it easier for, I'm sorry, not easier, harder for police officers to get in trouble for um, mm. uh, being violent during an arrest, whether or not the arrest is legal and mandatory life sentence for any killing of a police officer. Mandatory life sentence. Um, it, it's just like, and then, of course, the zero abortion. <laughs> yeah, that's the, f- that's mean, the, new, the new thing. Is it's now a, it's, it's zero. A f- it's a full ban. Zero. Full ban. No um, exceptions. It, it's, um, I, I don't even. By the way, as. Over the time since we started this podcast, I would love to go back and pull the clips of in January. Oh, where we're saying when this we is start what's talking happen. about. Yeah. Now we're at twenty. Now they're kicking it back to fifteen weeks. Yeah. Now they're kicking it back to six weeks. Yeah. With fifteen weeks, with some exceptions, six weeks, very limited parental consent. All of those things that have happened since the dawn of this podcast. Now we're zero. Within five years of starting this, this is our fifth year. We're now going to, we're now at the five, which is what they've always said. It's not even a slow chip away. It is a fucking sledgehammer, sledgehammer yeah, to it. Yeah, it's a sledgehammer. In the amount of time. And and the same thing with the don't say gay, right? We saw um, don't say gay for, you know, kindergarten and third grade. Then it was up through high school. Then we have, you know, no diversity and no thing with the attack on new college alone. Ooh, do right? you see that? Yeah. And now the new bill yeah. to expand it to the workplace. Yeah. Um, so it's just everything they say is a lie. Yeah. And I, I feel like we've been saying the same thing for years on this podcast. Like, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense in my brain. People who are supposed to be these Christians and family values people, and they follow people and vote for people and whose whole purpose is to hurt people. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand any justification. I don't see it. And the fact that that, uh, I mean, uh, that the freaking Trump in Iowa, like we knew it was going to happen. But still, the fact that he, he, he won at what, what was it, 58%? Yeah. It's, you know. it's He won all but two counties, like 97 counties. It's insane to me. It's insane to me. It's hard. You, you the know, only it, hope is some of those students. Some of those Republicans who said, you know, if it's not going to be Nikki Haley, you know, I'm going to vote for Biden. If it's not going to be DeSantis, I'm going to vote for Biden. You know, like that is what I'm like stringing my hope to at this point because we're in in Looney Tunes land. I seriously was looking at, I was like, am I going to become a doomsday prepper? Because I was like, wow, what's going to happen? Like, do I need something to help purify my water? Do I need something to help start my car? Do I need some kind of emergency, like, eternal match thing to start fires? So, like, when everything goes to shit, like, I can still, like, 
survive. That's what I started thinking about. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to turn into a doomsday fucking prepper before, uh, on the other side. I think the thing in that, on, in that vein that we have to worry about here, which I think is, is a real threat, is the homeowner's insurance. Oh, I mean. I think that's the real threat here um, for us because people are going to be out of, they're going to lose everything. And so, like, the further this moves along, but there yeah. is no relief coming. And I think that that would really be the thing. And I was, ha- at that dinner I was telling you about the other night, they were talking about short-term rentals and how there's no there's no homes available or things to rent because people are just putting their ha- their houses on Airbnb. And so there's the yep. more houses on Airbnb and VRBO here in Broward County than available to actually rent and live in. And, and where even are the ones people supposed rent, to go? And even for rent, the rent is outrageous. There was a house in my neighborhood. I want to say it's like five grand a month. Yeah, yeah, five thousand dollars a month. When I was looking in at a, apartments, in like a Florida ranch home, you know what I mean? Like not some like McMansion no, out west. It's always double whatever a mortgage know, would be. It, it's it's wild. I don't know who's who's coming to rent that. And there's a house. Um, near my parents where there has to be there are i want to say at least six or seven cars there on the regular because there's so many people living in that one house i believe it and then what are you going to do pass a law saying that only so many people yeah. can rent a house like it's so no, fucked i think they up. own the house and i think it's like you know parents no, and but kids if neighbors are complaining like yeah. if they're complaining they start people complain. are not happy about it i'm, I'm sure that, yeah. but where are people supposed to go yeah what are people supposed to do I'm I, I'm not in a great mood anyway. So like I I mean I don't know. I Trump winning Iowa like it's again it's something we knew what's happening. We're prepared for. We knew a full ban was coming to Florida. We're prepared for it. The fact of the matter is nobody gives a fuck. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed how they vote in Iowa. Like it's also wild to me when it's a room full a gym full of white people. They all can write on a paper ballot, fold it up, and throw it in a fucking paper bag. There's no ballot boxes. There's it's no wackadoodle. locks. There's no, but if it's black people voting now, oh, we got to see your ID. Yeah. Anybody, a person of color, we got to see what, 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 where's the last time you lived? You can't vote here. You're in the wrong precinct. Well, These fucking white motherfuckers in Iowa are throwing their goddamn ballots, paper, throwing it into a goddamn Piggly Wiggly paper bag. <laughs> and that's an okay vote. It, and they're getting rid up. of here. The ID thing again. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, this is what's going to happen. We're moving on to fucking New Hampshire next. Nikki Haley will win v- New Hampshire. There's no, there's not Trump support. They, yeah. they, they like an independent, a moderate there. She'll win there. DeSantis, on the other hand, gets third place in Iowa and thinks that's a good thing. Did you watch his speech oh that night? God. What a fucking nerd. Like, no, don't give him that. Such a satis- fucking like nice term. Like, all right. Loser is yes. what I meant to say. And he's spinning it as if. It was a good thing. Same thing with Nikki Haley at the podium. Oh, this is a good thing. And they lost by 30 fucking points. Yeah. By the way, let's not forget DeSantis won here a year and a half ago by 20 points against Charlie Crist. Now he's getting his ass kicked all over the country by a fucking person who's got 91 felony counts against him. He's rape. on a def- He got a, a rape, a guilty of rape. He's on defamation trial today for talking shit about E.G. and Carroll at the day after that on the, in that town hall about how he didn't do this. Now he's on trial for that. We are waiting to hear what the damages are on the case, the civil case in New York for inflating his properties. 
Like, he's going to have hundreds of millions of dollars in damages. The motherfucker is guilty of inciting a riot in this country, inciting an insurrection to overturn a free and fair election in 2021. It was January 2021. And he just won the Iowa caucus. That's the Republican Party today. That's it. That's y'all. That's who you all are fucking uh, going after. That's who you want to, to lead this country. Uh, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. So, so DeSantis is not going to New Hampshire. There's no way he's going to win. So oh, he went please. right. He went straight to South Carolina as if he's going to win that. Nikki Haley's home state. There's no fucking way. There's no way. Now, I don't see how if 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 anything happens to Trump and he's in jail and it, people don't see like the way blah 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 blah. Because let's be honest, I don't see even someone who supports Trump right now who's on the level, right? Not one of these fucking conspiracy MAGA people, but I, just I like, don't, I don't understand how I know, but I don't understand it. I don't well, understand they, how you can be because normal here's how. and vote he has for con- a mania. Cause he has convinced these people that it's the all economy was better with it, him, but it, these, these are false charges. You got to remember, I was thinking about this on the way home today. He has very, in a very evil, devious way for years since his, ele- since his running his cam- first campaign, has put a distrust in the media, in the justice system, in other lawmakers, in the system of government in general. He has fed, planted a seed of distrust in the American people and kept watering it. That's how he got elected. And then while he's in office and he's doing dangerous things, same thing, media's lying to you. This isn't real. This isn't what happened. This isn't what's going on. Now he's running for office again. I'm I'm taking these hits for you. I literally saw a video of a woman at one of his uh, speeches in Iowa and I just I retweeted. I'm like, please get me off this fucking planet. She said he's he's doing it for us. It's like when Jesus Christ yeah. was on the cross for us. He's taking these hits yeah. legally f- to protect us. Insane. That's the line of rhetoric Insane. that he's putting out there, and they're believing it. I, I I have to tell you, I don't know how these people function. I don't know what they do for a living. What the fuck is going on out there? I don't know, y'all. What's happening? <laughs> Are you okay? Is everybody okay? Oh God. This motherfucker's gonna get back in the White House. Uh, please. I don't see any other way. I don't see any other fucking way. I don't think I can handle I I don't I, I'm I thought that I couldn't handle it the first time, but we already know. I really don't think I can handle this a, a second I, I'm around. I'm telling you. Okay, I, I don't okay, think I okay, can. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to go off the deep end. We've already discussed this. Come November, that's going to be do or die time for this podcast. Yeah. Because if Trump gets reelected, I will not. I, will, I won't even open the door if you come to record. <laughs> I'm going to tell you <laughs> it's canceled because I cannot sit here and do that. Like no. in my, We'll cry. I, I'm going to cry now. Like I didn't realize how fucking worked up I would get watching him win caucuses like oh. i can't even i know it's gonna happen and i still go wait what like yeah. how is that a thing how is this happening oh 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 so you recommended a book around um oh yeah uh the holiday time yes uh the undertow yes um from by uh, uh, sh- uh mark uh Charlotte or Jeff, Jeff, Charlotte, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Charlotte, yeah. S H A R L E T. And it was from the Mark Marin podcast. Absolutely. My love. And I cannot tell you that throughout watching my husband read. Oh yeah. This what, book, what is he saying? Um, he's <laughs> like, it's over. Yeah. He is like, you have to read this book. You have to read this book. You have to read you. He, he's like, it, it's over. It's over. You're not, you don't, under, I, I can't even explain. You got to read it. You got to read it. And you know, um, I am 
start reading it. I don't know if I can handle it, though. So I followed Jeff Charlotte now. He actually liked our tweet because yeah. I mentioned his book in it. Um, but I actually started following him on Twitter. And every day throughout multiple times of the in the day, he's retweeting stories saying his big thing now. First of all, he talks about another book that I'll, I'll have to send your way that that he read. And he was like, this is all like it's the rise of all of this. But he also talks about how the media is not asking the right questions. No. Right. And I was talking to my mom about it on the way home today. And I was thinking, are people not holding Trump accountable because they're uh, that fear of the lash out, right? Who cares at this you, point? He's going to lash out because anyway. You, th- it's not even just like you now get retweeted. Trolls are coming after you. They are sending police SWAT vehicles to your house. Your children's lives are threatened. Yeah. So like they, he has brilliantly built a fucking system here where nobody really wants to hold him accountable because they're scared of what could happen. So systems of like checks and balances are fucking breaking down. The media, who we used to be able to count on for this kind of shit, come on. Like this is all a system of like, you took the trust in the, of, the, of the press away from people. And when you start to distrust the press, like what's left? What the fuck is left? He has done a brilliant job at, of, of doing that. Oh, I, 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 I'm, out of, I'm out of my fucking mind. But anyway, yeah, Jeff Charlotte. I, I got to read that book, but I'm scared. I'm scared to even know, like, what's coming around I that know, corner. I know, I and, know. And the mentality of the people that he's communicating with, you know, there's a whole section of this country. Yeah, but you know what? So speaking of that book, one of the things he talked about are those, uh, like, sideshow side or side-of-the-road preachers, right? You drive through Oklahoma, oh through God. a little town, yeah. and you go to the shopping cent- like shopping mall, and there's a church in there. And there's tons of people, and there's a charismatic, loud, uh, maniacal fucking pastor, and he's screaming about how civil war is coming, and we all have to be prepared. And they all got guns on their hips, right? And like, oh, yeah, the civil war is coming. It's coming, it's coming. It's like, I wonder, too, like you said, the type of people, like, it must be exhilarating as a human being to stand in those feelings and emotions and think you're on the right side of like a war is coming and you're willing to die and kill yeah. for Donald Trump. Like you must be this exhilarating to even stand up and lead people and they're believing your bullshit. It's, it's like being a cult leader. It's exactly yeah. what it's like. And that, and he literally said in a fucking speech this week, some of you are going to have to lay your light, your, your life down. Yeah. And it, that's just how it's going to have to be. So we are back to January 6, 2021 with that, that language that he used. And he doesn't care. He's going to always be protected. I, it's, I, it's, too he, it's too much. It's too much. The things that I would love to say about this guy and, and what should be going on, you know what I mean? Well, but I'd get arrested. Yeah. You know? But my thoughts are like, it's, it's, it, I, I, all right, whatever. I wanted to talk about Tom Keene. So oh, Tom Keene is, is a, a Florida flip? Democrat. He just won. They flipped a house, Florida house seat, uh, mean, HG 35. Incredible. Amazing. There was a lot of work put into that race. It was a midterm race, but in January, like it was in January. I, I forget why it was open. Uh, somebody left the seat, but it flipped, which is incredible. And so I see a lot of things on Twitter, which also congratulations. Yes. Thank you to everybody who did the work and showed up and Thank walked God. for him and voted for him. And, you know, it's in Orange County, which is Orlando area right. and like Osceola County. It's all that middle of Florida mm-hmm. where there has been an amazing concerted effort to build a ground game. So yeah. we've got uh, Maxwell Frost is out of there. He's a, a congressman. We've got Ana Escamani out of there. Oh. Like There has been a real effort for... 
young, 10 to 12 years. Well, this guy's older. But. Yeah, but 10, 12 years of 15 years, maybe even of doing that work that it takes to have a ground game there. And that means vo- dedicated volunteers, people who are going to knock on doors for you, money, but like a real situation of things are going to be set up for this guy to win. Plus, it's. I saw, saw stuff on Twitter about congratulations to the Florida Dems. Great job, Nikki Freed. Great job, all these people. Here's the deal. Yeah, they did. They put a lot of energy. They put a lot of effort. They put a lot of resources into this race. And they won, which is what happens when you do the work. That's what happens. My only thing is, and other people think that this is like a sign. Of like, we're going to start flipping seats. No, I don't think so. But I I mean, hopefully, but. Yeah, we all want to think that. But let's be very clear and honest about what happened here. This was the only race that was happening. So they all could converge on HD 35. If we had all of that happening in District 93 or we're 100 now over here. So to get Chip Lamarca out, we would flip it. But we need everybody to come in. But we also, this is not Orange County. This is Broward County and our party here doesn't have a concerted effort at a ground game. So, but if we had all of those things for one seat, of course you can flip the seat. But we need that sort of energy in every single seat. That's how we flip seats. So I don't want to hear, I'd love to get excited about how this is now Florida, but it's, it's not. It was real effort and energy that won deservedly because they worked very, very hard. But I also want to remind everybody, this is not who the party in that area wanted to run. There was another Democrat that Tom Keene beat in the primary, and they were all knocking on doors for the other person during the primary. But they got together at least. But when Tom Keene won the primary, then they all got behind him, which is what always happens, right? Hopefully. So anyway, congratulations, Tom Keene. He got sworn in today. It's yeah, January I mean, it's 18th. Exciting. It's exciting. It's very exciting. I, I'm all for having another Democrat. Who doesn't need another Democrat? Oh, please. But don't, this isn't keeping, the Republicans aren't shaking in their boots for this. No. We need them shaking in their boots for like 10, 15 more people show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wanted to tell you, we were talking about how, you were talking about wild GOP. So there is a Kentucky House rep named Nick Wilson who was a winner on Survivor. Oh, I saw this. So I, I don't know what's up, Kentucky. You thought that the reality host in the White House did a great job, so now we're just going to elect I, reha- can reality you, can contestants. Can you imagine this? I mean, and his bill. Woo! So he files a his bill. bill. <laughs> he files a Jesus. bill. Jesus. Last week. Where are the Jesus people? How are they going along with this one? I don't By know. By the way, it doesn't look good for Kentucky. I mean, what are you doing? Like, you know, it's, gross. it's, it's one of the states you drive through and you're like, people fuck their cousins here, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, now it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> so he files a bill last week yeah. to make cousin fucking legal. How? Why? I don't know. What is the rationale? I don't know. It's a, he, but is, he, is he, he married? Does he like his cousin? <laughs> well, if I was his cousin, I'd be like, is he looking at my pictures at 2 a.m.? Yeah. Because, uh, but anyway, he withdrew the bill this week because people were like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And he was like, uh, he says, I'm like, oh, he's misguided. I'm like, by who? His cousin who wants to fuck? Like, who's misguiding you, bro? Just because you like to look that up on porn doesn't mean it should Ew. be legal. It's, it's, it's. Uh, <laughs> That's what his porn search is. Oh Cousin God. fucking. Ew. <laughs> we need something else. We need. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, who, why are you electing these people? Uh, get out of here. Why? Man. I mean, please. Why? Like, it, it's. I don't know. I just also wanted to thank everybody 
and I mean everybody on Instagram who sent me the Jeremy Allen White GQ photos. Oh, everybody sent me that link, and I was hey. and to everyone I was like, "Thank you very much!" Like, holy shit! Not to mention, in the last two weeks, we had two award show shows. We had the Golden Globes. And we had the Emmys this week because the Emmys was postponed, you know, for the writer strike yeah. or the actor strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is for actually for season one of The Bear, and uh, all of them won fucking Emmys. Jeremy Allen White, uh, Ooh, what's her name on the show? He has Io, a cutie, cutie Io, patootie. Yeah, and the e- Eben, the brother, the cousin. Oh my god, such a fuck. And they won best comedy. Oh, oh. Get out of here! Such a fucking. Gr- I've re- I started rewatching. <laughs> I started watching it too. I'm on um like the fourth or fifth episode. I fucking love it. I just finished watching um this show called Louder Milk that I really oh, liked. Oh, you told me about yeah. that. It's good. I think that you would like it. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, but see, I saw who is starring in it. Yeah, it's Burger. Bur- I told you it's Burger from oh, Sex and okay, the City. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that we don't like Burger, but yeah, he's definitely. Burger-esque, where he's just a miserable, miserable man. Yeah. But he does have some redeeming qualities. And he was like, I think that you would like it just because he was like this um, music critic. And so there's oh, like okay. a lot of music references in it. Yeah. Um, a lot of, s- you know, the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he it's like the whole thing is he's a guy who's in recovery and he's leading like a, um, a group for addicts. And oh, okay. They're all a hot mess, and it's it's r- and he's just miserable. Yeah, but like you know, like there's something inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a cute smile. You know? What are you gonna do? So you you kind of root for him, even though he's like incredibly horrible and rude <laughs> and just. Um, That's how I am with. By the way, I am on the last season right now of Eastbound and Down. Oh, I hadn't watched that in a while, and I didn't. Rem- I don't think I watched season three, four, oh. and five. So I didn't realize that. Um, what's his name? Who plays Ted Lasso is oh. in it. What's his name? Sudeikis. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis. I don't remember that yeah. either. And my mom even said to me, oh, isn't Matthew McConaughey in there? I go, no. And then he yeah. showed up and yeah. I was like, what the fuck is Matthew McConaughey doing oh. on here? Oh my God. So good. Well, I guess we should start. I guess. I mean, we are here for a podcast. Uh, all right. Although, I mean, kind of like just Oh, I got you a present. I totally forgot. What? I was at the bookstore today <gasps> and uh, I was getting new calendars. I had it's it's January eighteenth and I'm now getting my twenty twenty four calendars. That's the best time to get it because you get that nice discount. Yeah, and, and I had to, it was between Naruto <laughs> calendar, you know what I mean, that anime. Yeah, and like kittens and space and like weird and like pigs. Pig, yeah, it's all fucking. And I'm like, whatever. Let's just get whatever we can find here. Anyway, I. I was like, I'm going to get Tina a bookmark. <gasps> and I saw this one. I thought you would love it. Are you ready? Let I'm me, so excited. Let me turn it. Okay. <gasps> Wait, turn it over. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Do you like it? I love this. It's the handbook for the recently yes. deceased from Beetlejuice. This is going to go in the undertow oh, there when you I go. start reading it. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Monsters. My um, yes. <laughs> We're all my Eddie Vedder one is in a current book that I'm reading. Oh, nice! Yes. <laughs> all right, are you ready? It's so cute. He's such a little. He's so cute. Oh my god! Oh, I just saw a video of him today, which I'm sure you've seen a million times. Something I think it was in like 1997 or four. I don't know which one, but he's hanging from the rafters, singing into a microphone from the rafters, uh-huh. and the whole time I'm like, oh my god, please don't fall, please. <gasps> when I saw him, and I want to say it was early 90s. I can't remember when. And it was down at Bayfront. Mm. 
I want to say it might have been 93 or 94. And I I swear to God, this man came like jumping off of like a helicopter, like, oh um, my God. like a ladder. Like it, that show was, I think I've talked about that show before, but th- we had like lawn seats. And then people just started tearing because it was like, you know, you yeah. got to, I mean, the everyone 90s. just started. We're very tearing, angsty. Yeah. And they're <laughs> everyone's tearing down the fence. Yeah. And like security would rush one part of the fence to oh stop everybody. And then the other side would do it. And so like I got front row. I was front row. Oh, I got thrown in a Of course, Tina ran to the front. I She's ran take advantage to of the Look front. She said she would go backstage. She said I, she would go I backstage. I got thrown in a mosh pit. <laughs> I got thrown out of a mosh pit. Didn't she get almost to his bus door to like knock on his door? That was later. That, oh, was, okay. at a show in, that was at a show in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, my that God. That was at a New Orleans show. Well, all right. So Oh, today. I want to see him so badly. I got to get to another Pearl Jam show. Didn't he do the whole ukulele show here he at Broward Center like 10 years ago? Yeah. The last time I saw them was maybe five or six years ago mm. when they were here. Um, but I, I want to take my son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would love it. Okay. Well, speaking of Mark Marin. Oh, yeah. So you, you just said so many things just now. That you brought up Mark Marin, but also... Uh, I've been like listening to all of his new episodes. He just had one with Billy Joe Armstrong oh. from uh, Green Day. Oh, he and changed those lyrics. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, he's Ooh. come on, come Billy uh. Joe. And also, the inter- interview is like an hour and a half long, and I don't know anything about Billy Joe. Now I know everything. Like his yeah. family dynamic was wild. Uh, anyway, um, I listened to. Oh, okay, so. I found my story today from Mark Marin. Oh, of course. So he was talking about a movie, a part he just played in a movie, and it's this guy. And I was like, wow, I don't know anything about this story. And I looked it up, and it's incredible. So I'll tell you about the movie at the end. But today, I am going to talk about radio talk show host Alan Berg. Okay. I feel okay. like this name sounds familiar. Maybe. Um, so Berg, Allen Berg was born on January 1st, 1934 in Chicago, Illinois to a Jewish family. He attended the University of Colorado, Denver before transferring to the University of Denver. I don't know why those are different. Maybe University of Florida, University of Miami. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? It doesn't matter. (laughs) At age 22, Berg was one of the youngest people to pass the Illinois State Bar examination, and he went on to uh, into practice in Chicago. However, he began to experience neuromuscular seizures (gasps) and had become an alcoholic. Oh, no. His then-wife, Judith, convinced him to quit his practice to seek help. They moved to Denver, her hometown, and he entered a rehabilitation voluntarily. Although he completed his treatment, he continued to be plagued by seizures because I think they thought that it was like part due of like to the alcoholism. Alcohol. Oh. He was ultimately diagnosed with a brain tumor. <gasps> yeah, like benign or ju- yeah. Oh, thank God. So uh, after it was surgically removed, he made a full recovery. But for the rest of his life, Berg wore long bangs to hide the surgical stars scars. Oh. So when you see pictures of him, he's got these bangs, which look kind of funny. But now, when you think about why they're there, interesting. Oh. So. Berg worked at a shoe store and later opened a clothing store in Denver where he met KGMC talk talk show host Lawrence Gross. Impressed with Berg, Gross made him a guest on several occasions. <gasps> Why hasn't this never happened know, to me? I know. You're so funny. You should come on my show. I'd be like, woo. When, although we have a podcast. <laughs> I guess I could just come on here. I know. I mean. <laughs> and not well, talk about maybe people shit. will, you know. <laughs> share our podcast yeah, with the world. Sh- what are, I mean, what, what are you, are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Can't you do one goddamn thing for us? <laughs> okay, help us. Tina can't, she can't, I can't even sick. breathe. I can't even <laughs> breathe, but I'm sitting here. This bitch showed up. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't you do anything <laughs> in a chair? <laughs> All right. When Gross left KGMC to take a job in San Diego, California, he requested that Allen Berg be named his successor well, uh, from KGMC, which changed its call sign to KWBZ. Berg moved to KHOW, also in Denver. After being fired from that station, he went back to KWBZ before it changed to an all-music format, and he again lost his job, which is hey. how it goes in radio, right? Right. You I know mean, Howard Stern talk about, I ooh. went from here, and I went there, and I went there. Okay. WNBC. 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 Pig vomit. No, no, no. WNBC. You hear the difference there? You hear the difference? WNBC. Oh, my God. Okay. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, a great interview on Mark Marin was Paul Giamatti last uh, week. <laughs> very, very good. He was just in a, um, a movie where he plays, like, this teacher. Hold The Holdovers. Yes. I haven't seen it yet, but I... It's, it's good. He's, he's winning all kinds it's of good. awards for it's that. It's very good. You watched it? Yeah. How'd you watch it? It's on... Um, what? on like hbo or apple tv or How something did you see a movie before me i don't well i that's did that's shocking i, I actually looked up this week where to stream it yeah that's shocking to yeah. me yeah it's good it's good it's good yeah well yeah okay he's I such love a him. good actor he's so funny oh too in this interview <sighs> i love him okay <laughs> um he the unemployed berg was courted by both ktok in oklahoma city oklahoma and detroit michigan um, he was hired by KOA, uh, which was an AM station that debuted in February 23rd, 1981, and he worked there until his death. So this is in Colorado. His program could be received in more than 30 states. Berg, who held liberal social and political views, became known for upsetting some callers to the point that they began sputtering, and then he would berate them. Oh. Um, I mean, yeah. I, can, I don't know. Yeah, okay. that's the Howard Stern way. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, you and I were both fans of Howard Stern yeah. at the same time, and I have fallen out of my fandom with yeah. Howard Stern because, you know, ever since he, when he married Beth, I'm, so, I'm one of those fans where I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything went downhill. You he know, Ralph died. Changed. His friend Ralph. Ralph died? Yeah. What? I didn't know Like that. a month ago. No. Girl. I didn't tell you that. No. Oh, I texted Leanne. I texted Leanne. I was like, oh my God. Ralph died. How? Um... I don't know. They never said, actually. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of sad. It's sad. John Stamos has a great post on his Instagram about it. Oh. Ralph Sorella? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ralph Sorella, who's on Howard Stern forever. One of Howard's Forever. Best friends. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was very weird to see it, too, because I was like, this doesn't even seem right. Yeah. I mean, Beetlejuice on the show dying. Well, that makes more that sense. I mean. Oh, Eric, Beetle the actor, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to name other people. Artie Lang. Show. Oh, fuck this. I love Artie I so I love much. Artie, but like that would make more sense. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. Ralph didn't. Uh, uh. So Clarissa Pinkola Estes of the Moderate Voice website wrote in 2007, quote, he about uh, Allen Berg, quote, he didn't pick on the poor, the frail, the undefe undefended. He chose Roderick Elliott and Frank Bud Farrell, who wrote The Death of the White Race, an open letter to the Gentiles and other people from the white supremacist groups, the groups who openly espouse hatred of blacks, Jews, mm. leftists, homosexuals, Hispanics, other minorities, and religious groups, end quote. So that's the kind of thing he would, stuff he would say on yeah. the show. On March 5th, 1982, Berg tried to interview Ellen Kaplan, a member of the LaRouche movement, about an incident that happened on February 7th, 1982 at the Newark International Airport. This must have been famous at the time. Obviously, 1982, I was... Yeah, we were kids. Four years old. I yeah. have no idea what the hell was going on. But uh, apparently, um, 
she recognized Henry Kissinger at the airport. He was on his way to Boston to undergo some sort of heart surgery. And she shouted an abusive question at him. She said, quote, is it true that you sleep with young boys at the Carlisle Hotel? End quote. Whereupon his wife, Nancy, started attacking Kaplan. (gasps) Now, let's be honest. Henry Kissinger, who just died, go to hell, rest in hell. He's a massive fucking war criminal. Yeah. I don't blame this woman. But at the time... It's shocking. It's shocking. And this, and he didn't seem to like, Allen Berg didn't like that. So he gets this woman on the phone. And um, when she answered, he introduced, her, he introduced her on the show as a vile human being. Oh, my God. And praised Nancy Kissinger for attacking her. Jeez. After Kaplan hung up, Berg continued to ridicule Kaplan and abuse her verbally for the remainder of the program. Um, after, afterwards, KOA received complaints by listeners and Kaplan's boyfriend and on suggestion of the lawyers of the station owners, General Electric, the station management suspended Berg from work for a few days. After returning, he toned down his methods a little bit, but I mean, I don't know. I, is this like the Howard Stern template? It's cut. Maybe he had to have heard him. Oh, I'm sure. Growing up. Yeah, I'm sure. So, uh-oh, the juice. Um, at about 9.30 p.m. on June 18th, 1984, Berg returned to his Adams Street townhouse after a dinner date with his wife, Judith. Berg stepped out of his black Volkswagen Beetle and gunfire erupted <gasps> with Berg being shot 12 times. There was a hit on him? Yeah. The murder weapon, a semi-automatic Ingham Mac-10, which, w- which had been illegally converted to an automatic <gasps> weapon was later traced to the home of one of the Order's members by the FBI's hostage rescue team. So, the Order was a (gasps) neo-Nazi terrorist organization active in the United States between September 1983 and December 1984. The group raised funds by robbing banks. Wow. Like a a really horrible white supremacist. um, What's that movie? Uh, oh, um, with the waves and surfing. <laughs> oh, uh, d- point, point break, break point, point break. break, horrible point break racists. Oh my God. 10 members were tried and convicted for racketeering. The order's main objective was, so they, the FBI knew about them and they kept trying to go after them, but the order's main objective was to start a white supremacist revolution. Uh, every against time the with the revolution. <laughs> Calm down with your revolution. I mean, Calm please. down. Take a break. Nobody wants this. Have a coffee. Nobody wants this. Play some bocce. Yes, <laughs> relax. Tina always goes, have a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Play some bocce. Yes, relax. Like, just calm down relax. with your revolution. Play some cards. Yeah. Sexual Hang revolution? Out with some friends. We're here for it. Sexual revolution, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. White That's supremacist fun. revolution? No. No. No, 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 no. 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 We've had enough. We've had enough. It's enough. We've had. Jesus. We've had enough. How long? It's been hundreds of years of this. (laughs) We don't need any (laughs) more. We don't need any more white revolutionaries. Jesus, God. I had to tell you, I'm tired of you white people. (laughs) I'm fucking tired of you. Oh, God. The Board of Education of Florida just now put into effect this bullshit about DEI. Oh, in colleges. Like, yeah, in the colleges. Like, you cannot. No diversity. You literally cannot have a group that upholds women or black people because it makes everybody else feel like they're less than. That's literally in the text of, like, what campuses can and cannot do. You can't well, have I a mean, club that's, th- like, this pro is a viol- women. And, and we all know that this is all a violation of the First Amendment. Yeah. And we all know it's going to go to court. And we all know that they're going to lose. And at the end of the day, who's paying for it? We're all paying for it. When instead, put that money towards goddamn property insurance. 
How about that? I'll never understand what's going through their fucking minds. I will never understand that. It's just like for news bites. You know what I mean? Like they they will make people suffer and waste money because of their ego. A full abortion ban on the wake of Ohio, Kentucky, Michigan, Arkansas, all. Not to mention that we have the the abortion coming on the ballot. Yeah. Go ahead and throw your full ban on there. If it gets on the ballot, we'll see. God. Okay. So, God damn it. Florida. Fuck off, Florida. Ten, the order's main objective was, I hate it. I fucking I hate it here. Like, I, I fucking we gotta find a way out. Here. Can somebody, listen. Go start fuck a go, yourself. Okay, no. Start a GoFundMe. Ugh. That is the Hillary and Tina GoFundMe. <laughs> the Hillary and Tina get them out of Florida rescue, rescue mission. mission. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> we, SOS, how do I do it in Morse code? I don't know. But yeah. SOS. We like are Boy Scouts. Tap, if you tap, know tap, any. tap, 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 <laughs> tap, 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 tap. That means <laughs> SOS. We are Boy Scouts. But if you know any, give them my number. Yes. And <laughs> get us out. Yeah. Okay. I need to be rescued. Yeah. Rescue. Get us out. Find a way. Okay. We need to get out. I know like damsel in distress, distress might not be like a, uh, a, f- a, f- a great thing anymore because women need to take care of themselves. Yeah, I'm no. in distress. We're and in rescue distress. me. Yes. I'm a damsel in yes. distress. Yes. I literally think we're tied we're to Floridians. the railroad track. Listen, we are Floridians <laughs> in distress. Yeah, and we need to get God. out. Please. Please. What do we need to get out? I know. Just I just need a place to sleep. Put a cot out. I'll sleep on a yeah. cot. But yeah. Help us, you God know. Damn it. Help us get some work. Get Help us find a place to yeah, live. Stock your fridge with black um, cherry uh, polar waters for me. Yeah. <laughs> coffee. And some coffee. <laughs> yeah, and we I need some Irish God, cream. I won't be any trouble. We I'll have the Sambuca. You won't even know I'm there. <laughs> need to have a little espresso. God damn it. Tina. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Tina's got to bring her parents. They, they're no trouble. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> My parents are right behind them. We'll bring both of our sets yes. of parents. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll need separate living quarters. Please, okay. yeah. But it's got to be a mile down yeah. the road. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I love you guys, but come on. Let's be real. All right. Uh, So the order's (laughs) main objective was to start a white supremacist revolution against the United States, after which black Jews and race mixers and other perceived enemies would be exterminated. It's so fun. By the way, we're on our way. We're right on our way. You've got a president who wants to do the same fucking thing. I know. And and you, uh, guess what? People are going to vote for him. We got Governor Abbott. He's going to he wants the ability to shoot and murder people at the border. DeSantis too. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, you're brown. Bye. Get him in your scopes, guys. Oh. We live in a dark fucking world. A former producer of Berg's believed that he was on a death list, both because he was Jewish and because he had challenged on air the beliefs of the Christian identity oh. movement that Jews were descended from Satan. <laughs> At the trial for his murder, prosecutors contended that he was singled out for assassination because he was a Jew and because his personality incurred the anger of white supremacists. At the conspiracy trial of members of the order, by the way, the order was in that area, right? Like they're like Washington state, like they weren't far from him. Um, At the conspiracy trial of members of the order, a founding member of the group Denver Daw Parameter, Parmenter, Parmenter, was asked why Berg was targeted. Parmenter responded that Berg, quote, was mainly thought to be anti-white and he was Jewish, end quote. That's all it takes. Wow. Four members of the order, Gene Craig, David Lane, Bruce Pierce, and Richard Scutari, were indicted on federal charges for killing Berg, but only Lane and Pierce were convicted. They were found guilty of racketeering, conspiracy, and violating Berg's uh, civil rights. 
Lane was sentenced to 190 <gasps> years, and Pierce was sentenced to 252 years. Wow. Although Gene Craig and Richard Scutari were acquitted of killing Berg, they continued to serve 40 and 60-year sentences, respectively, on separate federal racketeering charges. Or wow. Convictions. So they're going to go to jail for the rest of their lives anyway, right? You would think 40 yeah. to 60 years. Craig, uh, Craig died in prison on April 18th, 2001, while Scutari oh. is scheduled for release on June 26th, 2025. How old is he going to be? Oh. Jesus. I don't know. Old. Well, it was the 80s. And he's got to be like in his 60s or 70s, maybe. Yeah. Wow. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, Scutari is revered as a martyr and a prisoner of war by the far right. and wow. has So he's coming out a hero, a martyr, and has continued to write articles for white supremacist publications and websites from prison. How is Why that, is that allowed? allowed? Why is that allowed? How is that allowed? Why does he have access to a pen and paper or uh, whatever the fuck? Although he might be, if he gets a visitor, he could dictate, right? That's what that fucking creep was oh. doing from uh, Utah. Possibly. Jeez, oh man. Lane was a former Klansman. Um, oh my God. Who later joined the neo-Nazi Christian identity group Aryan Nation. Oh my God. He steadfastly denied any involvement in Berg's murder, but neither did he regret that Berg was dead. In an interview presented as part of the History Channel documentary uh, called Nazi America, A Secret History. <laughs> that shouldn't be a fucking secret, by the way. Let's make that I all know, very clear of how long Nazis have been coming be, around. Um, but, you know, we see these guys today and they wear the mask. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're so tough. But if you're so tough, show your face. I guarantee these guys love Trump. Right? Oh, yeah. So in that uh, documentary, Lane admitted to calling the show and goading Berg into an exchange and stated, so he'd call the radio show, and he stated, quote, the only thing I have to say about Allen Berg is regardless of who did it, he was not mouthed his, his hate whitey propaganda from his 50,000-watt Zionist pulpit for quite a few years, end quote. Lane, incarcerated at the Federal Correctional Complex in Terry Hout, Indiana, died of an epileptic seizure at 68 on May 28, 2007. Bruce Pierce, who was incarcerated at the Federal Correctional Complex in Union County, Pennsylvania, died of natural causes at age 56 on August 16, 2010. The leader of the, new of the order, Robert J. Matthews, who was believed to have been a lookout in Berg's murder, albeit it was never proven, was burned to death during oh. a standoff with federal authorities on December 8, 1984 at his home in Coopville, Washington. Wow. So these guys, you know, 56. So, yeah, he's, they've got to be now natural 60, causes 70. at 56 years old. He could have, a, you know, clogged arteries. Jesus. You know? Okay. So the aftermath, Jim Hawthorne, KOA's program director, vowed the show, whatever was uh, vowed the show, whatever was done would remain outspoken. Um, so like whatever would come next. Right. He said, quote, freedom of speech uh, of everyone has got to be protected at any price. Alan felt all sides must be heard and he paid the big price. End quote. Um, there's a great, I put it in our, my notes, there's a link to a YouTube of, I think it's about an hour long, and he had, was killed at night, and they immediately went on the air, and whoever was on the air at the time spent an hour, people were calling in, and <gasps> they, he, they were announcing what had happened, and people were calling in, and it was like, it's really good to listen to, because it's like, immediately, like, wow. their feelings and emotions about what was happening. Um, a couple of movies have referenced Allen Berg and his death. Stephen Dietz's uh, 1988 play God's Country and the 1988 film Betrayed were based on the incident, as was the film Brotherhood of Murder in 1999. Director Oliver Stone's 1988 film adaptation of Eric Vogelzin's Bog play Talk Radio also drew inspiration oh. from Berg's death. His life and death were chronicled in the book Talk to Death, The Life and Murder of Allen Berg by Stephen Singular. And uh, 
like I mentioned, Mark Marin is going to be in the new Jude Law movie. I think he's a producer of it. Hi, it's Jude called Law. The Order, and it's now in post-production, and Mark Marin plays Alan Berg in the movie. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I looked up the movie, and there's some photos already from the, the set, and they show, like, a bank robbery. So they're definitely going yeah. into, like, this group's identity and what they were about. Wow. But I really wanted to, when I read what had happened to him, I really wanted to really put a spotlight on what is happening with the press now, right? Yeah. Like this is in 19, the 1980s. They get threats every single day today. This is not a one-off. No. This could happen again. When we're talking about white supremacy, there are people who will go to great lengths to silence stop people, yeah, yeah, to silence, silence people. people. And to send a message to their followers. Yeah. That know? this is this sort of thing is okay. Yeah. It's, it's, and I know I say it all the time, but I, I think back a lot, like I look at my kids who are now, you know, um, early teens, my, my youngest is going to be a teenager, um, my oldest is going to be turning 15, and when I was their age, mm. you know, there were issues politically, but no, 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 no. Not like this. No. Not like this. And I really have a genuine fear of, you know, what is the world going to be like for them in 10 years? Are they going to be able to ever even buy a house? Are they going to be able to, you know, I mean, because we talk about, you know, not just the property insurance, but like the, the um, middle class that is slowly, you know, disintegrating in this country, you know, and it, I, and I really worry about like retirement and like what is going to happen to my kids? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Mm. And I never thought that I would be in this position. And when I was even in my early twenties, like being able to like live on my own and, and have a pretty decent time, even though I like struggled as a yeah. young person, I still didn't have the weight of like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to afford somewhere. You know, right. like you could work like a crappy job and still yeah. live. When I think about my rent, I was 22. My rent for a one-bedroom apartment, which was not very big, but it was like a living room, the little shotgun kitchen, right, a little dining room, a, a bathroom, and my bedroom on in Fort Lauderdale on Bayview Drive, so which is east, a mile from the which beach, is east. yeah, a mile from the beach, was $350 a month. Yeah. That was, how old am I? 23 years ago. That same apartment, I bet you, has to be like three grand a month. Yeah. And and the uh, the inflation doesn't match. Right. That's the part. Right. The inflation doesn't the match. Part. You know, like the, the I was money a, I keeps was a going up. I was a receptionist. The money keeps going up. Yeah. Um, but the the pay isn't increasing at an appropriate rate. <sighs> I, I don't know. It's just untenable here. And, you know, this, this was the place where, like, people could afford, could, like, retire here and live here. And now... Yeah, the taxes are low, but everything else. That's the group I really is high. wish would like, you know, when we saw what happened six or seven months ago at that uh, the condo, the village, the yeah. Century Village condo, where people were up in arms because they're now their monthly dues or fees that oh, they pay. Because of the 40-year assessments. Was and because those of yeah. the insurance going up. And yeah. these were retired people on very fixed incomes who aren't working and can only afford so much a month. Yeah. And you're increasing their their dues or whatever their pay, their 
I forgot what they call it. Their HOAs. HOA fees, they increase it by $500, $600 a month. It's a lot. They got, how many of these old people were like, we don't have anywhere to go? I mean, even like, God, um, 15 years ago, before I got my house, we were staying um, in a condo, my uncle's condo, and we just had to, my uncle was so generous with us, and we just really had to pay the taxes and the HOA fee, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. he's like, just cover that for me, and like, you're good, you can stay there, which was really, amazing. really amazing, so we could like save up to get a house, you know? The HOH fees were affordable, and like looking now for my mom and dad, of yeah. like, let's look at some condos, some of the HOH fees are like eight, $900 a month, when it used to be like you know 250 you know what i mean like it's uh, outrageous that's on top of the mortgage by the way uh, yeah if you have a mortgage yeah. yeah so if you have a mortgage but say you don't have a mortgage still paying 900 bucks a month plus you got to pay your taxes so you're still paying into the thousands of dollars a month it's crazy to me it's crazy to me and like you have to look too when you're looking at these condos because if a condo hasn't had their 40 year assessment and they're due for that 40-year assessment, then you can guarantee that that HOA fee is going to double. Yeah. It's going to double. Yeah. Because when they do that, because of what happened at that Surfside, yeah. right? They have the to building make sure that the structure's okay and the root, like all of this stuff. And um, it, it's, it's hurting people. Yeah. It's hurting people. Well, another happy ending here. <laughs> I had something happy. Oh. Two things, actually. I've been spending a lot of time at the Gateway Theater. Oh. You know, it's a like old, old movie theater in Fort Lauderdale. And I brought my kids last week to see Young Frankenstein. Oh, I really wanted to go. And they I did just like a special a screening because it was the 50th anniversary. It was 10 o'clock at night. I don't know how my kids allowed this, but I'm like, I'm getting tickets and you're going to like it. Don't even. My son the whole time was like on the way there. If it's not something he wants to do, he's going to complain the whole time. Oh, that sounds familiar. And so we got in the car and he was like, he started to do this like I could see the whole thing shift and I looked at him and I said don't do this to me don't do it to me I said I really am excited please don't ruin this for me please and he's like I'm not even saying anything I'm like I can feel it coming please don't do it anyway we got there I told him he get whatever candy he wanted oh now he's happy right so he got his candy and uh good a lot of people in the theater which was amazing even though we got to have space in between, which I like, you know, I don't like to sit too close to people in the movie theater yes. anymore. And uh, he chuckled a couple times, but my daughter hysterically laughing the whole time. And oh. I'm like, thank the Lord. Like it was, that movie is so fucking it's good. It's so good. Oh my God. Have you seen now the comparisons that people are drawing between Jeremy Allen White? Okay. I do, okay. but I don't and they're acknowledge making, it. And they're making him like, you know, a Willy Wonka. Because He's like a hot Willy Wonka. No. First of all, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all, I was looking at these and I was like, no, oh, God, no. what is Hillary going to say? I get the comparison. I do, too. But there's something But there's off. different. Yeah. There, it's different. And here's the other thing. It's different. I thought you were going to say something else. But, yeah, he. I get that he looks like him, but he's there's. it's no. not the same. No, no, I'd agree. Besides, it's not I the think same. also because I can't look at um, Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder that way because my first idea of Gene Wilder is Willy Wonka. Yes. And I was a child. Yes. And there's I'm the no same way. Fitting well, sexy and, with this guy. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They made me look like they're, you know how like, uh, you know, you have uh, siblings. Yeah. And you could see a family resemblance, and but yeah, one's but hot yeah. and one's not. Yeah, that's That's right. what this is. <laughs> there's a family resemblance yeah. there, but. But no. 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 Fucking kidding me? No. 
No. I don't know what, by the way, that Calvin Klein ad. I oh, I sent you. Remember you were like, oh, something. And I was like, oh, I thought you were going to send me this. And I, I sent don't know you what's happening in that underwear, but he's a, my little short king. Got a lot going on in that underwear. Well, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He is very handsome. He's I, 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 I think I'm, a, but I, but also I used to, I watched like the first season of Shameless. I really can't get into the show because I was just frustrated. These kids were like all by themselves all the time. Oh, I, and I, I, felt I never frustrated. watched it because I it's think it was on like Showtime. But I didn't, didn't have it. he's on the show. I didn't think he was hot then. I'm in love with Carmi. Let's be honest. Oh no, no, it's Carmi. Okay. He's the brooding. Yes. Uh, we love a brooding man. Yeah. If you, if you're uh, brooding and you're hot, listen, it. if you are, ups- if you're depressed, come see see me <laughs> i need to take care of you baby oh my that's God. how i feel about it. i'm in love with carmy okay so here's the other thing last thing that i did at gateway is that i finally got to go to rocky horror picture show oh my god because i was supposed to go in december and i had to cancel so then they do it once a month i texted you and justin I and know. i was like if, if you, and i and my friend andrea and i was like does anybody want to go and everybody's like well you can't make it and i, I was know. like i'm going anyway i'm so glad and i went. walked by myself i went, went by myself it starts at midnight and all I know is I walked into the lobby and I was like, oh, yeah, this is these are my people. Like, I know immediately walking in, I'm fucking golden. Right. And so I, I get my I got a Coke, which I don't really drink Coke, but I was like, I have to stay awake. It's yeah. midnight. And uh, they line us up. You go in again, almost a full theater. They line up. If you've never seen it before live, you're a virgin. And yeah. so they line anybody's a virgin. It's your first time. Like 20 people get up. They make them do crazy things in the front. Four people, they made fake an orgasm. Like, what does it sound like when you have an orgasm? And these people were doing it. It uh. was so fucking great. And, you know, the thing about Rocky Horror Live is that there's a, a, a crew, like an yeah. acting crew there, and they're acting out the movie in costume while it's on the screen behind them, you know? And so you're supposed to respond. They respond to dialogue. They say something before a character says something. Like they ask a question, and then the character in the movie answers it. So they act like it's completely out of context, yeah. but it's so fucking funny. And uh, there's just different things they tell you you need to say. And and they sell those little bags for like five dollars with like the bubbles in it for the yeah. wedding and the toast that you throw and the plastic glove or the rubber glove i don't know i had the best fucking time oh. i'm telling you right now i never stopped smiling i never stopped laughing anything somebody screamed out i was fucking dying and you know i got a loud laugh <laughs> i mean i was having the time of my fucking oh. life and then when you go to leave like they're in the aisles like they're running around i if you go to my instagram i have an instagram highlight that's got the videos from it it's so good but when you leave they're all lined up in the hallway as you're walking out and they're like thank you for coming everybody's clapping and i was just like uh, you know i was like yeah. a mom i was like you were so good oh my god everything was so fun i like i'm so d- i'm dying to go back Ugh. we have to go we have it to is do just it we have so to. much fun and justin loves it so justin and nikki's never gone like we have oh, to we, we have, have to, to we them. have to we have to figure it out is yeah. it a friday or saturday saturday night oh. yeah we can make this happen we could totally make Ooh. it happen best show ever rocky horror picture forever yes Okay, well, I guess that is finally it. That is it. <laughs> Welcome back, Tina. Oh, God. Uh, guess what, everybody? It's January. My tree's still up. I didn't even turn on the lights for Listen, you. Listen. I should have done that. That tree can stay up and yeah. if you want to leave it up. This is a running gag on the to show. Follow conventions. Is your tree still up? No. That's what I thought. All right. Okay. Don't my fucking play with me, Tina. My tree is down. <laughs> Listen, but uh, we also had a real tree. Oh, you're right. And like the too. needles are everywhere. And then, you know, like that pine 
smell yeah. gets so strong towards the end. Like I felt like every time I walked in that room, my eyes were watering. Mm. So, you know, eh, you got to get rid of it. Oh, well, fire hazard. You know, there's all these things. All right. Fire hazard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I got a fire hazard in my head right now thinking about Trump. I oh God, I'm like, no, we can't. We can't. We ended it on a high. Oh, you're right. <laughs> we ended it on a high. We cannot bring this man. We cannot bring it down. We're not bringing it down. All right. Tom Keen, HG35. <gasps> Woo! <laughs> All right. Um, I'm trying so I'm trying so hard. I'm trying <laughs> so hard. All right, on that note. Yeah. Everything is Bye. so hard. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Wait. Start again. Start again. Start right. again. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Get out of here. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.